welcome to Life with a Girlfriends with Christy, Marie, and Julie. I still love that music. Yeah, I am a yeah, yeah girl. I am tempted sometimes to play something else. Like right now, I play 50 times a day, Holly Holy. Yes. By Neil Diamond. And if you want to have a religious experience, I suggest playing it. Ask your Alexa. 50 times a day. 50 times every time. And she has it on repeat. Over But at some moment, you're just going... You let it you know, go. You let it, you just, you have this huge wave transformation, right? Right. Transcendent experience. Yes. I mean, you know, you speak to the sun in the dead of night and that yeah. sun will rise in the day. Amen. You know, you touch a lame man and he will walk. Upright. Upright. Yes. And that lame man will fly. Yes. He will fly and Amen. I will fly. That's right. And then, holy holly. Yes. Holly, yeah. holly, holy, holly, or holy, holly, <laughs> or for holly, the holy. dyslexic ones, yes, <laughs> or the listestic ones, <laughs> either one <laughs> that works. And so here we are, a mother and daughter, Christine, Marie, and Julie. You know, you're a psychotherapist. Um, we're both coaches, and we have we literally do so much stuff. Mm-hmm. And I think I was we're crazy. Aren't we're we? crazy. I'm kinetic. Yeah, and truly, so I'm those never are, bored. Just that stuff alone. And now we are in the midst of writing. Some more books. Yes, we are. I'm I'm, I'm writing um, some books with my good friend, Marcia, mm-hmm. and I'm going to be writing a book or two with my best friend, Julie Marie. That's, oh, <laughs> your best familiar friend, yes. right? Yes. You know, it's so interesting. You are my familiar. Oh, thank you. And you guys go to our website, com, and it will be expanding shortly. Really? So, yes, I'm going to put that there now because people can listen to this you know, right. later on in life. And right. by that time, it will be this awesome website. Oh, okay. Not just a, you know. Oh, I see. What you're, you're futurizing. I'm futurizing. You're seeding. I'm seeding. Yes. As they say in the song. In the song, the seed it's is filled full, with tomorrow. Full with tomorrow. Full and filled with tomorrow. Full with tomorrow, the seed it's is. It's like awesome. And the seed is always full with tomorrow. So as we are here in fall, October of no, Halloween. Yeah, Halloween. Uh, yeah, October yeah. Halloween. You know, you, yeah, yeah. there's always this um, sense of murder in the air. Well, there's always this uh, darkness. Darkness. Uh, we've already experienced. I asked Julie because I have enjoyed sitting in my um, in my back, my new back patio. For the first time in a long time, yeah. right? Yeah, it's it's just gorgeous, yeah. and I enjoy the energy back there. Yeah. Um, but usually I would stay till like six forty five, six fifty, and now the sun goes down at. It's a countdown. Yes, it was six thirty. Now six twenty. I think yesterday it was six eleven. Six eleven. We yeah. were like racing, racing to just experience the last moment before it got dark. And I'm not sure when the time is moving. You know, we fall back an hour. Yeah, the last hour. day of October or something so like that. Last, or last Sunday. Weekend. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, that, that will not be, be a happy soon. day for you. Not me, because I'm a I'm a I'm a girl that possibly has sad. Yes, SAD. I'm not saying possibly. I think you do seasonal affective disorder. Yeah, you get the blues. I like the light. You like the light. Yeah. And then I've asked you. I said we might have to just transform our days a little bit so that we're up at the crack of dawn. Yes. Which is like seven o'clock, and I don't if, if it's um, <laughs> if my crack is Armando's crack of dawn. Yeah, I won't mind, but mm. I'm not sure what that means. But that's okay. I'm just saying Armando. I'm just going to put out there Armando. Oh, okay. I'm going to meet Armando someday. Who is Armando? You don't know who Armando is. He is? from? If he's, is he from Winterhouse? Isn't that his name? From, from Bravo. Yeah. So okay, uh, we're going to break a little bit. We're going to talk about murder. 
and oh, death. I can't wait to talk about murder you know, and death. Um, we're going to talk about the podcast that is taking the country by storm, which is murder, murder in Illinois, in, in, not in Dixon, Illinois. No, no, we only have we don't have murders in Dixon. We have comptrollers that take. Fifty-eight million dollars, <laughs> and we have the president, you know, the president birthplace Reagan. of the, the boyhood home of President Ronald Reagan, and we also have the Christian Science Church that does, from an aerial view, look. Everybody calls it on TV. Even Bill Moore yeah, calls it the penis, penis church. church. The penis church. From the aerial view, it is cock and balls. It is, um, and the and. The nice thing about that church is that they're all in for it. They're like, you know what? It gave us, mm-hmm. it gave us press. No the press is bad. National press. recognition. National recognition. International recognition. But the truth of the matter is, they say it looks like a cock and balls because um, it from an aerial position, and you can Google it. Go Dixon. Go, go cock church. and balls church. Yes, Dixon, Dixon Illinois. Aer- yes. Aerial view, and then, um, but they said it was it was the only way they could place the building in the lot. Yeah, it's a small lot to get them the most square yeah. footage. Yeah, and you know what? I understand that. Yeah, and I would I would literally have my church look like a vagina if that would work. <laughs> if that you know from an aerial view. Yeah, I mean, how many wouldn't it aerial be great views? if the because the post office is right next to the yes the church? But what if the post office like oh, I'm going to build someplace else? We buy that land and put a vagina church. Yes, exactly. Oh, perfect. But see, the way it's positioned, yeah. it'd be like back entrance. So, you know, it's not, that's not really good. Yeah. I'm not sure about that. But, you know, I don't you ever wonder the uh, the origination of that story? Because here you are, these guys are working on the roof. You know, I'm not being sexist. They are mostly men on the roof. Yeah. You know, there might have been a woman. They're putting a new roof on, right? Are you talking about the penis church? Yes. Okay. And at some point, some guy goes, yeah, I don't know. I'm not saying anything, but this, I think this church could look like a penis. I've been up here for three weeks now. I've been up here for three weeks. I've been nailing shingles on this church every day. And I'm, I'm, I'm getting the shaft here. (laughs) Exactly. And then guy goes, you know what? I've got a drone with a little tiny camera on it. Let's come up here tomorrow and I'm just going to 20 feet up. Let's see what happens. Not on, not on the clock. Off the clock. Oh, sure. <laughs> Off the clock. During our, we don't want to waste time doing this. Yeah. But I think it would be good for morale to find out. And then, sure enough, it was. Then it went viral. Mm-hmm. And why wouldn't it? Because mm-hmm. anything with that goes viral. Right. Um, so we're known for really three pretty awesome, awesome, distinct things. Yes. Comptroller, $58 million. $58 from a stolen. town that only has like a population of like what? 18,000, 16,000. I don't yeah. think. And yeah. what is the name of the um, Netflix documentary about the all, all the horses, all the queen's horses, all the queen horses? Because so she, you can look it up. Yes, because she was um, our comptroller at the time was a avid Race horse thoroughbred. Yes, and that, and all the money went to her horses. Yeah, because guess what? That's what horses do. They they they, they eat money. They eat money. <laughs> yeah, they live on that stuff. Yeah, That's it's what not they, it's not hay. No, it's no. Green, it's greenbacks. Exactly. Exactly. So I'm not totally off point. Yeah, but we were you ta- are off. Point. I know. I don't know why I came this way, but I'm going to go back to the murder pod because we were going to talk about the murder in Illinois podcast um, and and so forth. Um, like they need any more? I know, but um, there's. I, I'm can, enjoying it though. We're enjoying it because first off. They, you come on board and the, the reporters right away saying, we have asked many, many times 
for so it's a, it's about a couple. I'm not telling anything. It's about it's about a husband and well, wife. You, you, I mean, there's a trailer for it, so yeah, it's not like they don't know. I mean, it starts out with a, a horrific, brutal murder. Yeah, and 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 it is in it, but it, it because it happened so long ago. It's less, you know, yeah. it, it's less um, triggering, it, less toxic. Yeah, all this stuff, hundred percent. And also, once you get past that, mm-hmm. um, you know, then you get into the more interesting weeds of the story right because to me it's it's a tragic thing that happened to a family father mother three kids mother and the three kids are are gone by gunshot and then the husband has two shots in him but he survives mm-hmm. now um it's either the husband that did it or the mom that did it mm-hmm. now barring all that mm-hmm. what you get a glimpse of and of course the family of the mom of the of the mother, of the mother, they are not talking to this reporter at all. They said after multiple multiple chances, they are not talking, and I understand why. They have nothing to gain by talking to her, mm-hmm. except that in the end, well, maybe they would have. I don't. I really don't know. I mean, why? Well, what you realize very quickly is that you know it's an imbalanced. Oh, for sure. Uh, you know, aspect of this of this murder in Illinois. Uh, yeah. However, it does give you some really interesting, deep insights into the nature of cops. Yes, investigations. Yes, um, you know, Will County in, in Illinois is pretty much notorious n- notorious for its myopic view wicked, on everything. Wicked yeah. police. Well, the, he, you know, we know it from um, Scott. Is this Scott Peterson? Drew. Drew Peterson. Mm-hmm. Scott Peterson's the other griller from yeah. that guy. Drew Peterson, you know, who murdered his one wife, and then another wife previously went... Disappeared. Disappeared, and then one wife went missing, you know, in a... Hot, two, 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 two wives, wives. missing, two, one yeah. wife dead. Yeah, something like that. Mm-hmm. And so, and that happened the same time as all going down, mm-hmm. but it's about the Vaughn family. But what, like Mom just said, if you can take yourself out of this crime, what you feel like mm-hmm. is that... Holy cow, if this is what happens to you mm-hmm. when something bad happens to you, right. you need to first say, okay, I'm going to cash in everything I have to get the best lawyer possible because mm-hmm. if you don't, mm-hmm. someone will use you as as just like he's the most vulnerable link. Yeah, that's, I think, this is what I we want you to, I think the first episodes are just like 20 minutes, yeah. not even that long. But get if you can get involved in 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 the first one or two or three, just so you start knowing a little bit about it, how it's, it's done. It's a deeper thought because yeah. you never know what could happen to you. No, you don't. And so, and because of that, you 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 want to go like, man, if this could happen to this family, yes, how do I protect my family? Well, right, because a couple of things in this I want to talk about. One was. This idea that the husband is guilty because he can't really remember what happened when it went down. Right. Except for he doesn't even really yeah. remember being shot necessarily. Well, first of all, can I say this? Yeah. In the Constitution, I think it says you're innocent until pres- presumed guilty. Of no, it. you're innocent you're until presumed, proven. Yeah. You're presumed you're innocent. You're presumed innocent. You're proven guilty. guilty. Yes. Well, and... Beyond a reasonable doubt. Yeah. This guy was... They've said, oh, he's the one that's guilty. Yeah. He's the one. Yeah. And um, and in, in spite of evidence saying the contrary, saying the contrary, or at least say evidence that was saying, oh, we don't really know. That's that it could be either look, one. It could be, you know, yeah. it didn't go like that. And that's the thing. I I also felt like um, 
you know, when we were talking about this. It's just done extremely well. So, so it's we're, a we're not doing it justice. No. And I don't want I don't want to tell I mean, I can go deep deeper with this, but it's not a podcast about this. But it was interesting because in the first couple episodes, they paint the 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 so you've got the son that's already in prison for mm-hmm. killing his wife and the three fake three yeah. kids. Mm-hmm. Um, the Vaughn family. And then we're so we're talking the reporter is talking to his mom and dad right. getting background and they don't paint a, a real healthy picture of the wife or her family right and it's so funny because you later on the first second episode you're going you know the truth is norm's family which is your husband mm-hmm. could have said the exact same thing about you which is you know, she comes from the city. <laughs> she, you know, does nothing about country. Yeah. <laughs> and Norm's got to, you know, like, I'm taking, you know, you're taking Norm away from his family, you know, and all that stuff. I'm a hussy. Yeah. I mean, you could have been called that. Mm-hmm. And, and and I'm like, well, no, she's my mama. She's not no hussy. <laughs> How dare she take my son away? <laughs> By the way, mm-hmm. I want to say one thing. What got me distracted was when you said, we were talking about Winter House on Bravo because yes. I want to talk about that. Okay. We will talk about that later. Okay, because plug it in. Yeah. How effing fun was that? Yeah. Um. So, so in some respects, you're hearing the son, the the the, the in laws talking mm-hmm. about their daughter in law, mm-hmm. and saying, you know, you know, she's she was really a hard person to love, and and yeah. her family just hate us because we weren't educated, and they were highly, they had many degrees, and and um, even though the father was an ambulance chaser, and all was this, an attorney, an attorney, yeah. and ambulance chaser, so and, you're you're aware right away that. It, it, there is a bias. Oh, for sure. And 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 yet you you feel the heart of these people because yeah. they when you you need to to invest invest more time because what they went through was just inhuman. Yeah, inhuman. And what got me is that here are normal families. Yeah, and I mean normal yeah. is because there's. I mean, you know. Shit goes down in a family for more than 20 years. You know, if you've been together mm-hmm. for 20 years, 30 years, 40 years, it's like stuff goes down. Your history is your history. A lot of good stuff happens in the middle. You make some bad choices here and there, you know, and not, and very rarely does it end in murder, suicide, or mm-hmm. murder, murder. Mm-hmm. It doesn't end like that. Mm-hmm. And here it is. You're like, holy cow, how did it get here? Right. Um, you do wonder how it escalates like that. How it escalates. Yeah. And it is interesting because, um, you know, you you always wish that you would like, oh, you're, you're, you become really friendly with your, whoever the other person marries or yes. with that family because you want to have very good relationships. Yes. But it doesn't always happen. There's, for, for whatever reason, you yeah. know, it doesn't happen. But you try to maintain, you know nice relationship right friendly well you know know. it's so funny though because when you mentioned to me like oh my god this really could not be norman our story (laughs) (laughs) i i bring that back because the at some point this couple the the young couple the vons you Mm -hmm. know she gets pregnant you know before they get married before they get married just like you mama at tender age of 1920 Mm -hmm. you find yourself you know knocked up by the country boy Just like the innocent country boy, yeah, the innocent. You took his virtue, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. I and was, on your was, mind, was so hard, I, yeah. And on yeah. your mind, you're like, 
son of a bitch, you know, this guy fooled me. I, I'm, I'm 20 years old. I've got, the, I've got the world in my hand. I'm cute. I'm going to college. And then I see your father, you know, as you're telling the story, your father <laughs> on, the t- on the hood of a car in jeans and a shirt. No shirt. No, excuse me. Jeans, no shirt, playing guitar, eating a hard-boiled egg and drinking a beer. And you said at that moment – Basically, you were lost forever. <laughs> <laughs> that moment I gave up my cheerleading, yep. my modeling career. <laughs> yes, everything. <laughs> everything. So, so at some point, you're like, I kind of understand the girl a little bit. Yeah. I get her point, yeah. you know. But then, you you know, you, as a good, as a, sometimes like you go, well, maybe this is my direction I have to go into. Now I'm, I'm going to start my family and just surrender to this process. Mm-hmm. And it's not like today's day where women had more options. Right. You know, back then you didn't really, you'd really no. be yeah. fighting the system, right? right? Back then, you if you were a good girl, right? Yeah. You got married, you, your husband quit school, found a job, and you... Right. you, you, you and you moved just far and away enough from family not to be, not to be reminded of like the fact <laughs> that you got knocked up. <laughs> oh, they'll remind you. Oh, they'll remind every you. Every single time. Yeah. <laughs> and like nowadays, don't you just feel like grateful that that stigma is gone from women? Yeah. yeah. You know? It's like, oh, no, no. Oh, you're yeah. pregnant, not married? Oh, no problem. No problem whatsoever. I mean, I am, I am grateful, but I also think that, you know, at, looking back, you you can make a good life. You can weave a good life you did. with basic love. Yeah, And I think you did weave yes, a good life yes, with basic love. Yes. But when you're hearing this story, you're going, oh, honey, I get you. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I, I get it. He was a on, cute... On, on many different levels. <laughs> yeah. You can say you understand what... Each and everybody went through uh, exactly, yeah. or the, the, the their love story, or yeah. their story yeah. plot, and yeah. all that stuff, yeah. and and doesn't take away from the tragedy uh, of any of it all. What I like too, as mm. as we're talking about it, is that there's so many layers. Like just as you think, you kind of get a sense right. of things. Then, um, like for example, I'm going to just say one thing. Like they're, So they have this beautiful house that they built mm-hmm. and it's just sitting there after he's in jail and everyone's gone. Yeah. And it's up to the parents of the husband to start just going through the house and yeah. oh my God, clearing tragic, things. Yeah. They said that the, the wife's parents only wanted uh, what was her jewelry and what was worth something right. and just left the rest. So Didn't that's they how want the house though too or did they not want the house? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Honey. I don't know. But so, so the parent, so the, so, you know, uh, his name is Chris Vaughn. His mom and is in there with her sister and they're just trying to just bag stuff to get this out of this house, you know? Yeah. And they're in this one closet in the basement, actually two closets, and they start finding presents and, and cards and and they're just like stunned. they're unopened, unopened presents, unopened all wrapped, cards, you know, all cards that have never been opened, and it's all from his Chris family. family. Yeah, Christmas and presents, birthday Christmas presents, Christmas presents, birthday, birthday presents, Valentine's cards and presents, and and never been given to the kids, nor nor open, nor given to the kids, and they're just stunned. Yeah. They're just stunned. And they're heartbroken that this actually that, happened. That, that their grandkids, you know, they think that their grand, you know, like, well, I wondered why they never sent thank you notes or right. anything. And and then they went to Chris, who's in jail, and, and said, what was going, he goes, I never went in those closets downstairs. I have no I, idea. I have no idea what was in there. Yeah. 
So, so you you get a sense like what is going on? What secrets with are going her. on? Yeah, yeah. And so it it's layered. And just when you think you you get it, it goes deeper again. Right, because at one point they bring in where we're at. They brought in this um, neuroscientist. And a medical doctor, mm-hmm. I believe they have same one the same psychiatrist as well. Oh uh, yeah, I mean, and he talks about the medication that, that she was on. That she was on. Yeah. They said it was for for her depression, anxiety. No, and no. migraines. Migraines. Oh, they said it was for her migraines. Right. And he goes, that's not necessarily true. No, this is a Th- bipolar. This is, this is for drug. bipolar. This is a bipolar medication. And if combined with this particular drug, which she was taking, yep, has suicidal ideations. Yes. And when I and heard went, that, Shit. and I'm like. What the hell? Yeah. And what's weird about that, if you guys watched on HBO, was it Hulu, Nine Perfect Strangers? Hulu. Hulu. Uh, with Nicole Kidman. Uh, that was a real great series. There's yes. a There's a storyline in there where um, they all go to this one little uh, resort. Wellness. Wellness for retreat. healing. Yeah. And it's done through psychedelics. And this one couple is is just heartbroken because their oldest son um, committed suicide, committed suicide. Mm-hmm. and to find out the medication that he was on to help with his asthma mm-hmm. had suicidal tendencies and you're just like as a side, f- side, as a side effect, effect. Yeah. and so um and it's interesting i'm bringing this up because somebody might go out there and go wait a minute maybe i should take a look at my medication you should you should you because should. um the secretary that I work with at the utility district, we were talking this morning and she said that her mom and um, is older and has dementia and her doctor prescribed something that could help with the symptoms. But one of the side effects is suicidal tendencies. And the mm. dad's like, I don't want to give it to her. I don't want her to, you know, and, and the daughter's like, you know, she's 89 years old, dad, you know. Let's just deal with what we have to deal with here mm-hmm. and now. And if we can mm-hmm. help the symptoms, let's just help the symptoms, not worry about the suicidal mm-hmm. tendencies. Mm-hmm. But you wonder what goes on in the brain, you know, how precise the brain is. Mm-hmm. Um, we were talking to my brother this morning and Gregorio, to bring a little lightness to the dark hair, he spent five days in. Uh, the most magical place in the world. What's that? What Julie? is that? The most magical place in the world. Walt Disney World. Yes. And he says, I no longer buy into this bull crap that, you know, the world is so magical <laughs> and so happy, but um, that's what they want to push down my throat. Mm-hmm. That the light, you know, the colors are a little bit brighter. Mm-hmm. Everybody's just a little bit happier. Mm-hmm. But underneath, underneath the parents, there's just this little rumbling like, mm-hmm. How dare they charge me $20 for a Paps Blue Ribbon? <laughs> yes, exactly. How dare they? <laughs> exactly. That does not make me the happiest drunk why are earth. Why are all the princesses wearing masks? You know? <laughs> all this stuff. Is there makeup on underneath there even? You know, are they going all the way still with their costumes? Do they have a beard? Exactly. All those things, right? And, um, uh, you know, um, but Gray was talking about how he he's – Really trying to work with his, um, like, 
like focusing on being happier and like being conscious of his dopamine receptors and all mm-hmm. that stuff. Right. And he's on any medication I'm aware of, but it's, but like I feel the same way. Mm-hmm. Like I sometimes feel really blessed that my brain works a certain way. You, yeah. You have a wonderful and brain. And I, and I'm on the other kidding. hand, I have to really work at it. Like yeah. there are times I'm like, okay, you think your way down. through this. Think your way through this. Think better thoughts. Think mm-hmm. better thoughts. Thoughts are things. Thoughts are, thoughts are things. Mm-hmm. And, um, and and I can work my I can personally work myself yeah. around that. I I think that you're very good at that. I tend to I tend to stay with feelings. Yes. And I have to feel my feelings and work my way up from there. Well, and that's really the difference between you and I. No, yeah. and I and this is why life is so amazingly beautiful to me. Because here we are, basically the same genes, you know. I got half of your genes. And um Jordash. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um and here you are, you really, you really manifest from a feelings kind of place. I don't believe in my feelings. Like I think feelings are fluid and I can think 10 different things of the same situation. Mm-hmm. And so I try and work with my thoughts. Mm-hmm. Like, well, what? And a long time ago, you said, um, Joseph Campbell, I think, you know, believes yes. that, hey, you get in trouble when you you keep switching your beliefs right. or the programs that you follow. Think of yourself as the computer and that your, your beliefs are your, your beliefs software. Are the software. But if you keep changing that program, you always end up... Starting at first ba- line, base first one. Base. Yeah, first yeah. base. Yeah. I mean, and here's an example. There are people out there that believe from the moment you start working, if you save 10%, you can retire happy. The truth is, if you do that, you can retire happy. But if you believe that and don't put 10% away, mm-hmm. at some point you start feeling worse and worse about yourself. Yeah. Now, another group of people can go, no, 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 no. You get some money together, you buy a business and that and you have people work for you. And that's your, that's your program. And then you go like, oh, this can work. This is good. Now you can change your beliefs if they're better for you. Like, here's my new reality. What belief can work for me right. so that I can be happy right. and be content right. and in some ways be the best person I can be for the rest of the world because the world works better if we're all happier, more engaged. Yes. We all like each other kinder. more. Kinder. I think kindness is the ah, yes. is the lube out in the world. I love that. And I know I, that I mean, you've you, tried you to sell that on Amazon. Person. Lube. Kindness. Kindness lube. Kindness lube. Mm. And really, mom, what is lube but not kindness? I mean, without it, it's not a, it's, it's, it's a rough ride. <laughs> Let's just be real here. It's a real rough ride. Mm. So I think kindness is a perfect name for lube. Um, <laughs> we'll call it Hawaiian kindness. Oh. <laughs> a little smell of coconut oil. You know? Yes. Tropicals. I like that. Yes. You know? Um, mm. Midwestern kindness. Yeah. That's more of <laughs> what, what does that smell like? You know, that smells like pine trees. Our hamburger. Yeah. Our- <laughs> <laughs> but it's, but your Midwestern kindness lube, that's more your go-to everyday kind of lube. Yeah, yeah. You don't, you know, it's not your like, it's a, it's, it's it an anniversary. Starbucks. And it's not your anniversary lube. No. It's not your anniversary kind of kindness. No. Mm-hmm. You know, that's your Hawaiian kindness. Yeah. You got to dish some money out for that. Mm-hmm. But your Midwestern kindness, that's your daily, that's the kindness that you, you lean on every single day. Uh-huh. There oh, you sweet. go. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea where we're going from here. <laughs> I'm just inserting yes, yes. some fun stuff. Yes. Well, because, you know, what is it? If you can't talk about kindness with your mom, well, I, I was who thinking can you too, talk about? I know what I wanted to say. Oh, please. As you, you were talking about the 10% for retirement. Yes. I wanted to just insert here too that like this week, 
Norm's brother sold his home. Yes. In Sacramento and sold it for like half a million or something really, yes. really wonderful. Right. And he goes, I get to live now for, you know, 15 more years or yes. something very nicely. Or yeah. Something like something wonderful. Something wonderful. And then I thought about that Danny had um, all, all through his life had bought homes and rented them out. And he just recently sold all of his homes to one uh, real estate Yeah, an investor group. kind of group. Yeah. yeah. And so, you know, he sort of got his retirement. And then dad quit trucking. Yeah. And we bought two businesses. Yes. And we did ours. So it's like all three boys at the same time in all different ways. In all different ways. Yeah. Figured out their way that they can, the next step, step, step of their life, yeah. the next third of their life, yeah. they're going to live this way. And luckily for us, we have you. Well, you know as, what? As our- if you ask me, I don't, I don't know where this thought came from. Yeah. But years and years and years and years ago, mm-hmm. there was always this thought in my head, yeah. which is, oh, I'm my parents' retirement fund. You know, Aww. just somewhere down the line. Now, where that was, and I'm not you're being brilliant. Well, I'm not being uh, codependent or anything like that. Or you know, no, just, no, you're, that's just a thought. You yeah, had. I yeah. thought I had. Yeah. Somehow I knew that yeah. when we and you we are created, integral. Yeah. Am I saying the right word? Yes. Yeah. Into in, integral. Integral is it integral? I don't know. In integral. I, I think it. I'm important. <laughs> I'm important. Yeah, yeah you're important. I'm important. Yeah, you're important. Go. Yeah, I'm an important person. I promise. I'm important. You know, like whatever. <laughs> um. But I've never been happier. I, I mean, yeah. I honestly can say that. I yeah. never have been happier. Your serotonin are flying out of your Yes. I'm also brain. crazy a little, little bit. A little bit. Um, I'm also, you know, my brain goes everywhere because yeah. of the two businesses that just happen to be coming through at this moment. Yeah. And what's very weird is the two businesses truly happened in flow. Yes. Like, and I'll say this. Yes. You know, um, I just got certified. Magical. I got certified in... Um, uh, infinite possibilities. What? Yes, you're from, you're vetted. I'm you're vetted. certified. <laughs> I can coach the program. Infinite possibilities. It's a book written by uh, Mike Dooley. Yeah, he was in The Secret. Um, what I love about this guy, and compared to other people's beliefs, like I'm a follower of Tony Robbins, right? And you got to take massive action. You take massive action. Th- things are going to change for you. Mm-hmm. All this stuff. Mike Dooley has a different point about this. Yeah, more he—he's our guy. I—I I, I feel better because, yeah. like, even with Jack Canfield, you know, we—we've literally taken his goal-setting course, you yeah. know, and how to write the perfect goal yeah. and how to be very specific. Yeah, if you don't have a specific goal, how do you know you've achieved it? Yada yada yada, all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And where Mike Dooley's taken all this stuff is, and I appreciate it, and it kind of gives you more freedom oh, yeah. to be happier and flow and flow, is that um. He's like, you don't want to get stuck in um, in the house, you yeah. know. And you, you know, can I say something? Yeah. Over a decade ago, you and I really taught this to our people. A hundred percent. We never ever espoused in in that. We said, you know, you may be wishing for pink polka dots, and mm-hmm. but it may come in a black and white striped box. Yes. Don't you will get kick the it S's. out. Don't kick right. it out. Yeah. Don't kick it out because you don't know yeah. what you really don't know. And where you're going to find your joy. Yeah. But if you keep striving for joy, it's amazing what comes to you. So how, so tell, so go with our, how we got our flow with our business. Okay. Well, the first off, mama's been, we've been seeding for this, like a, like a, a couple of, a business that would help us in retirement. Right. And we have been looking into FedEx businesses, mm-hmm. um, which you well, may not know, but everybody out there that you get delivered to packages to your house 
is an independent contractor that hires drivers there's, and so in forth. In the United States, there's 5,000 of them. Yep. 5,000 small or independent businesses. Yes. And <coughs> you thought about this decades ago. Right. And then you put that little seat out there. Yeah. And only till the last year were we really serious. Mm-hmm. And at the beginning of the year, we really were very serious. Um, and we decided to, you know, we're like, well, let's, let's put in a, let's, let's pull the trigger on something. Pull the trigger on something. Yeah. And one came available that was kind of close enough to us that we could kind of manage and was kind of small enough that we didn't feel overwhelmed. And we did it. We pulled the trigger, but it was weird because about six months before we pulled the trigger on this, we had looked into my whole life. I know not my whole life, the last 15 years of my life, because if you don't know my mom, Christine, she is a psychic and a channeler, but you've always said, I always have seen us. I think us, it's been more like 20 years. Yeah. I've always seen us delivering bread and having white trucks, mm-hmm. a fleet of them. Because mm-hmm. Julie, I don't know why I see us delivering bread and having a, a fleet of white trucks. Now, in some ways, you didn't. You thought they would be together. Right. We So, but about, before we bought the FedEx business, we saw... Um, a business we could buy of delivering bread to Brownberry Brownberry bread, bread. Oh. and you're like, wait, those are independent contractors too? I'm like, yes, can you believe it? That's pretty amazing. But at the time we looked into it, it was a little bit out of our price it range. Did, it was a very it, expensive, yeah, for and what it you did, get. It didn't match the salary that it. Right. It was a great salary. Right. But the price didn't match it. Yeah. Like, and you oh. have to be careful. Yeah. That's the one thing that I've learned studying these businesses. You know, there's there's a magic number. It's an appropriate number because the last thing you want to do is buy a business and pay more for it than it's really worth. Right. Yeah, you'll make some money possibly, but it can go right to the loan or right to... Right. Or you won't be able to sell it for the same amount of money. Right, right. And that's the key. Right. Everything has its normal price. Right. And so at the time, even after being trained or like looking into it and seriously seeing what it's about, Mm -hmm. and then going, I don't know, this just doesn't feel right. It just didn't feel right. It was just... Even though the salary was excellent, it just... the, The price was not there no and throughout the year because it was this time last year and throughout the year we watched it go down in price yeah 10,000 15,000 20,000 and one day last month or two months ago two months ago less than two months ago we were we just got off we just got off of a meditation about abundance yes it was all about I mean literally that is it was a it was a meditation on on abundance and also Limit, limitless, limitless thoughts yeah. and on abundance. Yeah. And I said to you, you did be, I go, Oh, just by the way, yeah. I got an email yesterday that, that, that bread run we've been looking into had dropped a price again. Yeah. And you're like, Oh, what was it? And I think I told you and you're like, Oh, that's interesting. And then I gave you the computer. And at that moment, it dropped another 20 grand. At that moment I opened it up and it, and it just popped in. It just popped into the, into the email yeah. that it, that it became this absolutely right price for absolutely us. and then at that moment we're like even though we were just in the midst of purchasing a fedex business yeah we're like okay and i go oh well, we have to but get there's, this there's no there's there no doubt no, yeah there's no doubt in my mind yeah. that this at is that ours moment we just said yes, <laughs> yes. And, and told them we didn't want anybody else to no even, I, I called them that moment i said hey just we just saw it we'll take up. it yeah. we're gonna do it, we'll do it. <laughs> okay, went, what, what? okay all right cool i said do we you know i go do you need a deposit like I go, well, no, no, just get, I mean, I, I want this, I don't want you to, to give it to somebody else. Right. And like, no, it's yours now. Yeah. You know, yeah. like, great, done. Yeah. And it was so, uh, so organic. It was, it was beautiful. just organic. But if I went too deep in the weeds and going, how the hell are we going to do this? Right. 
How are we going to do this? I want to tell you something, though, okay? If you have a... Because I know you've said it'd be interesting if the brethren would have come first. But because FedEx came first... Yes. And you are now at ease with right. a number of employees... Yeah. You can see that it's okay yes. to hire employees for the brethren as well. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. yeah. So in so many different ways, it all worked out. Yes. This is not... This wouldn't have been my plan. Right. This wouldn't have been it my plan. It wouldn't have been mine either. And yet... Well, I mean, not except for the, I, I, you know, except for you saw it, saw it, yeah. But you said you saw a fleet of white trucks, yes, delivering, which we have, and then, oh, and then delivering, delivering bread. bread, yeah. The fleet of white trucks are not the delivering bread part. We've got one of those, yes, you know, yes. And but we have we have a fleet of white vehicles, you right. know. I mean, it's just amazing. Yes. So it's just it's exciting, and that's the I thing. I have to tell you though, where I saw I saw that. All of that in the Pacific Northwest, so. Yeah. Did I ever tell you that? Yeah, you did. And a couple of times we had the opportunity to move there. Yeah. The problem with that is that this is a, um, Tut would say your other people's thoughts or your thoughts, other thoughts are in it in, in, um, competition. Not competition or like stepping stone to it. Mm. I mean, the problem is I have no desire to move to the Northwest, right, right. Northeast. Northwest. I'm just saying that I saw him there. Yeah. But like, it's it's nice to see him here too. Exactly, yeah. exactly. And you're thinking about it, Mom. It they tr- the, our FedEx business is truly in the northwest corner of the Chicago suburbs. Oh, just to let you know. There you go, girl. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'll take it. <laughs> but don't be so. I'll like, take Armando better. Oh uh, yeah. Okay. Well, speaking of Armando. Okay, so. Not Normano. Not Normano. That's that's your other honey bunny. Right. But um Your father. Right, your father. But Ormondo is the Italian cutie on Winter House. And Winter House is this Bravo show that just started last night or mm. on whatever you hear this. Um and uh on on Bravo. But right. it, what, it, what it's about is like just t- these group of t- Eight people or ten people. I think it's twelve. Okay, twelve people mm-hmm. vacationing in winter in Vermont for, for 14, fourteen days. Fourteen days. Now I want to say this. You know, I'm a. I I like the Housewives of Beverly Hills. That's yeah. my and New York. Those are my two things that yes. I watch. I'm Bravo. Everything else, I'm kind of you know uh, whatever. Yeah. But for whatever reason, they've got a a, a cute group. This time in Winter House. Yes. And the girls are not slutty. They're actually quite funny. Yes. And, uh, but they all wear bikinis all the time because they're models and they the, don't mind the, it. They're models. They, <laughs> they're, they're used, used to, to having floss in their butts. Yeah, exactly. No walking biggie. around. No biggie. Yeah. It's just no biggie. But it's, I, I'm going to say that I found this show so incredibly charming. It's just adorable. Now, it, it could be because it could go south. It could go south. Um, it could be charming to me because. Previously, I was up one weird night with you. We were and I were talking. Me and you were hanging out, and we turned on Paramount, and they gave us a recommendation. Mm-hmm. I don't know what we were watching to deserve this recommendation. Mm-hmm. There is nothing that we have watched previously on Paramount. Acapulco to- Horse House. Excuse me. Uh, Acapulco Shores. Acapulco Shores. But truly, Acapulco Horse would be okay. <laughs> would be okay. Yeah. Yeah. Now. Now, the thing is, it's in Spanish, and you have closed captioning. You don't need it. Yeah, you don't need it. No, you do not need it. But the funny part is, you didn't have your glasses, so you would ask right. me to translate for right. you. And I swear to God, I was going to, I literally almost pissed myself. Because you, you were doing it in a Spanish language. 
I was just, I was just, no, I was just reading what they were telling me. And I tried to read it with inflection. And like, I was trying to do my best job acting. And I thought, oh my God, this is the best crap I've ever read in my entire life. <laughs> and if you want to, and I was drinking a little bit of wine. Yes. Um, which I tend to do now, which yes. I never. Julie uh, would say she never would drink in her whole life. Yeah. I'm just not All a All she needed was two businesses. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I said, you found your. You you found your what did I what did I say? You said you found your bottom. Yeah, everybody has a stressor. Are you, Every, no, you no. found your 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 line that you. Yeah. Oh, the line. Yeah, you found everybody has a line. Yeah, I go. We found yours. Yeah, it's two businesses. Yeah, I'm yeah. like oh, because Julie, you never drank. Yeah, never. I know. I never was a drinker. Yeah. I don't want to drink, Mom. I get hot. Yeah, I, my face gets red. And also too, when the doctor says, "All right, how often do you drink?" and I'm like, "I may drink one beer a year." And they put down occasionally. I'm like, well, I would disagree with that def- definition. Oh, they, they are ruthless in that. And I said, that, so I just question. I told the doctors, I'm like, I don't drink at all. Right. I'm not a drinker. Nope. Teetotaler. Now I'm going to have to actually say, I'm, I don't know, two glasses of wine a night. I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> I enjoyed me a little barefoot. Yeah. I mean, how dare they put a bo- you know wine in a box? That's what I think. That's just wrong with them because it's just so easy to tap that baby. Tap it and add a little you dice and up. To, you don't even have to turn your wrist. As a bottle with Well, the bottle. it's funny because dad bought a different brand and this was a turn. Oh. And dad likes it better. He goes, oh, I like the turn better. Mm-hmm. But the problem is you, you can't turn it off as fast. Oh, no. And it's like a turn, turn, turn. And mm-hmm. you're like, oh, I got more wine in my cup and I can't. And that's, I'm sure that's what they want. Oh, of course it is. Oh, it's empty already? Yeah. Uh, if you drink 10% more wine, you got to buy 10% more wine. Yeah. They're not foolish. They know no. what to do. Those marketing bastards. Yes. So on a scale of one to 10. Yes. What would you give first off? Winter house. Winter house. Oh my God, I enjoyed it. And I'm a, a, ten. a, ten. a 10. A 10. A 10. Good. Yeah. For what it is. Yeah. We're not saying it yeah. is. It don't go in thinking it's like, you know. Shakespeare. Or, yeah, exactly. You'll be highly disappointed. However, they do do a Shakespeare rendition in the house, and that was kind of nice. They do. They <laughs> they throw. There's a, there's a vaulted ceiling, and there's a, a big. Um, you know what would you call it a balcony yes. off the off the ceiling and they do after some beer pong yes. do a romeo and juliet rendition exactly and of course the guy falls eight feet but that's okay it's okay yeah you know what you do for art i mean come on yeah. you have to do for art yeah. it's it's important yeah um so yeah everybody's really adorable everybody's really pretty and um, they're all models, and they're all having fun yeah. at this moment. Yeah, it's still day one. Yeah, she can go down. Oh, it's going to go down. And also, what you it does have a moral compass, which is you drink too much, you become an a hole, and no one likes to be around mm-hmm. you. And you really except for, for Armando. Armando's Italian model. Yes, and he is he was created by Michelangelo. hundred percent, or some some great. He was definitely chiseled out of marble. Yes, and um, who and uh, he's beautiful, very beautiful, and he. He's extremely beautiful. Yes. And he's lovable. And he's likable. Ugh. And he absolutely knows all of those things. Exactly. <laughs> and, and the guys he, know he, he knows. Works and it. the girls know he, he knows. knows. Yeah. And he works it. Yes. And it's darling. It's adorable. And because you're Italian. He's Armando. You are, he's Armando. And because you're <laughs> Italian, you feel even more attracted to him. Yes. And you're just like, oh, I'm just having the time of my life watching him. And I know that at some point he will want to try out an older woman, unless he has it already. But he might have older, older woman. Yeah, or an old woman. (laughs) 
Just shut up, Julie, please. <laughs> well, talking about feeling old, uh, I saw... Um, no, I'm talking about Armando. I know, Armando. But I saw um, an old Family Guy episode. And how dare they? Because they, you know, we talked last week about comedy and Dave Chappelle. And that... When you're on the receiving end of it, it's always so much more painful. Yes. But when you're not, you're like, oh, that's just funny. Don't be so you know, thin-skinned. Right. But <laughs> Family Guy was um, – Brian was dating an older woman. Yeah. And his family was just – Lois was just attacking him like, and laughing at him. And Pete was laughing. And they're making old jokes about this, this, and this, and this. And to find out the woman's fifty, and mm-hmm. like that's the same that's the same age as Erica on the Housewives of Beverly Hills. Right. You know, you're right. like they're all fifty. Uh, they're all plus. fifty, and you're like going, "Oh my god!" Literally, people who are thirty think fifty is old. Yeah. yeah. But let me tell you, thirty year olds out there, you will be fifty if you're lucky. If you're lucky, and guess what? As AARP says, you will live half your life over the age of fifty. <laughs> so be careful what you think about people over the age of fifty, because yeah. you will live half your life in that area they may be um they probably will be um waxing your butts yes cleaning your teeth (laughs) putting out the fires in your house (laughs) 50 year olds no 100 year olds how do we because we're gonna they're gonna gonna be they're the only ones that work right now yeah they're the ones that want to work yeah Yeah. (laughs) i don't know how you guys the youngies figured it out not to work but they have but you figured it out like and you don't even want a car but if you have a car you're 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 delivering burgers yeah when you want to yeah and you listen to podcasts hopefully ours (laughs) (laughs) while you're delivering your stuff and really not working i get you i'm on your side with that and i i but then someone's gonna have to you know put stuff on the shelves and it most likely will be a 90 year old woman yeah yeah, and that's fine. I'm there for that. I've, I'm getting myself ready for that. <laughs> We're all going to have to work part-time jobs just to keep the, the chain supply yeah. continuing. It's not the same. We're chain doing supply. our part. It's a supply chain. Oh, chain supply. Yeah, yeah. no, supply chain. And, you know, that's something we could talk about. Really? Everybody says any answer to any question out there is supply chain issue. Yeah, and it's, it's bull crap. Yeah. Everybody, every time there's a problem, yeah. it's like, oh, it's, it's a it's a Like somebody, some problem. guy called you up and he said, I'm missing three packages from FedEx. <laughs> and it's, these things are oxygen yes. canisters or something. They're and really important. He said they're important for people to breathe with. Manifest them for me, Julie. Yeah. And Julie's like, it's supply chain issues. I have no I idea. I have no idea where they're at. Yeah. I don't tell you. I don't know what's going on. And then, um, and, and that's the problem when when you're faced with a problem that is not my is not really your problem, but you want to help it, mm-hmm. and there's no solution. Mm-hmm. At some point, someone's going to take, take a loss, and it won't be my loss, but mm-hmm. it'll be that guy. Yeah. You know, he's like, oh, I feel bad. Yeah, you know, I feel kind of sad about that. Yeah. So can we? Um, so we talked about chain supply, supply chain problems, right? <laughs> It's, it's like too big of a solution. Okay. May go on for we decades. We gave it thirty seconds. Yes, I don't know enough about it except that I can't control it, and I don't want to. I don't want to foster it, so no. I choose not to hoard anything. I I, I would also. Uh, that's a good thing to do, and also don't. Um, you can understand it. Don't believe in it in a sense. Yeah. Don't don't make that your it's bottom only line. People who per like the toilet paper th- issue we had at the beginning of COVID. What reporter threw out, oh, we're going to have a shortage of toilet paper? And then like, what? Out of everything? We can't have that. I mean, literally, guys only need it hmm. one day of, once a day. 
you know, and really I could drip dry for the most part, you know, I mean, for the most part, but no, even we bought one extra case of toilet paper because I'm like, well, crap, I don't want to be the only one that buying an extra case of toilet paper, how to do it. But it was, but so I, I, this one, I stand firm. I am not going to be. Right, I, I'm not going to be a contributor to the to the right. supply chain problem. Yeah, well, you know, it's and also interesting there, too. You like, hold stay, you hold firm to that. We don't. We were, we were, we were, we've been. You know, we just look at like just house building things yeah. like that. Over two hundred fifty dollars a square foot. That's ludicrous. In Illinois, that's ludicrous. That's ludicrous to be in the country, and they're going to say, yeah. and then we're like, well, wait a minute, that's little, <laughs> that's little ludicrous. Let's rethink this. <laughs> is per- is building a two hundred a two thousand square foot house for a half a million and- dollars? <laughs> is that worth it? In the and it's a supply Illinois? chain issue. And it's a supply chain issue. People cannot get lumber, and they can't guarantee it. Yeah, and I and so, but anyway, we we were hearing that. These things, though, don't just uh, settle themselves out in a week or two. It does take a couple of years yes. to have it truly work through the system. Right. And so everybody's, If I'm just saying people should do their part in the sense that, you know, if you can do a little work, yeah. work. Work. That's exactly because, right. Because our McDonald's closes at noon now because yeah. they can't, they don't have any employees. They have this is, you are not exaggerating. I'm not. Uh, there have been times at noon on Sunday they've had to close down due to staff staffing right. Shortage. shortages. Yeah. And they always have a perpetual sign, we're hiring. Mm-hmm. And then now I have and the, one time the I tried to get you delivering, you know, giving me my soda uh-huh. or my uh, right. Oh, that's true, yeah. But um, I wanted to mention this to you, too. Like, mm-hmm. a couple weeks ago, Dad went, Dad and I went to Portillo's. Yes, it didn't and bring me got, anything home. No, he didn't. And here is my finger. Thank Not you. Not the number one. Yeah. The middle one. Sorry about that. But we were going to bring you something home because we know you love their cheese fries. Yes. And so we said, one, order a cheese fries. And then he goes, I'm sorry, due to supply chain issues, we don't have the cups to put the cheese in. No. Yes. Oh, so he couldn't give us. Well, it's funny. Fries. You could have gotten me a, a roast beef sandwich. <laughs> but that's like, that's five bucks, Julie. I'm sorry. <laughs> I got my own supply chain issues. And, that, and, and I got to watch that. So screw you. <laughs> you were having a buffet at. Doug's sister's house. Oh, I was. I was having a buffet at Doug's yeah, sister's yeah. house. That's right. Okay, I forgive you. I was watching the game. Yeah. Yes, and, and it wasn't a very good game for if right, you're a Bears right. fan. But yeah. oh well. Okay. So I get you. So what's next on your topic? Okay. Well, we only have five minutes left. What? And so I, Wait, I was what? going Wait, to bring what? in this idea. If you, no. <laughs> are you really going to do? Are you really going to talk about death now? No, I don't feel like I know it was on your list. It was on my. I list looked at your list and I went death, death, death. Okay, maybe I can save that then for another day. <laughs> I will. I'll, I'll seed for it. How about this? Because we talked about murder in Illinois. We kind right. of talked about that and how we're really enjoying this podcast. But Sam Harrison, Sam Harris, Sam right? Harris. Okay. He uh, he wrote the book, I think, The Death of the Faith or Faith Be Gone. I don't know. He's an atheist for sure. But he's a huge meditator. Right. And he's also a neuroscientist. What? No, just like the Excuse girl me, from- evolutionary biologist. No, he's not. Isn't he a neuroscientist? Yeah, he's a neuroscientist. Oh. Harvard or something like that. I'll give it to you. He's not. I'm not sure. No. I think he's an evolutionary biologist. No, that's Ben Weinstein. Oh, well, everybody is that we know, that we enjoy. And I am 
an ancient alien theorist. That you're a theorist. That's right. Don't theorist. forget that. That's right. 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 Yes. So, so that's who I am, people. Does yes. everybody know that? Um, and an infinite possibilities coach. <laughs> infinite possibilities and what what did i always say i'm an infinite impossibility <laughs> yeah, I, I see there's impossibilities everywhere there's an infinite now okay but so sam he's also he real he teaches us about consciousness and i love this guy for a person we've who, been studying him for about three years yes now. and for a person who is believes in faith in god yeah that's who I am. It's funny because I have some of the people that I follow that I, I admire their wisdom yeah. in certain areas yes. and can bring a lot to the table. They are complete atheists. Yeah. And, um, but I love, we love it because they have faith that there is no God. Yes. They, so we both have a huge they measure have a huge, of faith. They have a huge amount of faith. And so do they we. Are, they are darn sure there's nothing going to happen after you're dead. Right. And I'm like, okay with that because you're still a good person and you're still trying to figure out consciousness right and that's the key that's what i do too like i'm trying to figure out consciousness right and how powerful we can be even though i'm not manifesting you know like if i don't have the faith that i get a new car a day and i'm gonna show up in my my car dealership and just stay there yeah Stay there until I know my Lamborghini's coming. Yeah. Not but Lamborghini you can look though. around your life right now. Look around the house. Yes. Look around your home, your yard, your businesses, yes. your life. Then you see where you're at. I'm I'm fine with it. Yeah. It's all good. Yeah. I mean, that's where you resonate. That's where your coherence is. And you can baby step it up from there. Yeah. And I think If that, you so choose. And that's... Well, I'll, I'll, I won't talk about... I'll talk about Sam Harris a little bit, but I won't talk about... I won't dive deep. Because he had a whole episode, a whole podcast yes. about his his perspective on consciousness and death. Right. And um, it's fascinating, kind of. Yeah, it was, it was um, good. And then I thought to myself, well, what was the point of this? <laughs> We're dead. Yeah, right? <laughs> um, but what I like about Tut, and I, I didn't go through this, I don't think, too well. And I'm going to take another minute to do this. So, you know, we have Tony Robbins and we have big, massive action. Jack Canfield. You know, just goal your setting. goals, goal setting. Mm-hmm. And then we're, we're, Mike Dooley is that is like every action you take is not big enough. It's all baby steps. So just take a lot of them. You don't know what will hit because you don't know what the universe has in store for you. Right. Because they got something better. The universe, God, whatever, truly has a better plan than you have for yourself in your little in your little baby mind and i think but you gotta take baby steps everywhere right and i think that's what our life represents right now right i did not design my life to look like this at this time no you did not i did not <laughs> i did not huh. and i and like i said if it with the bread would have bread when it came up first i wouldn't have had fedex probably not and if um if fedex was bigger like if a bigger one you wouldn't that, have the bread. I wouldn't have the bread right. at this moment. Right. Truly, I've taken a thousand baby steps towards everything, mm-hmm. and this is what I have. And it's like, wow, thank you, universe. I feel blessed. I feel blessed in many ways, and like life is really amazing to me. In the midst of a lot of little things going wrong all the time, right? And problems being solved, right? And people not being happy all the time. But we're getting happier and happier. Like, life can be good. And so, girlfriend, I ask you right now, how is the show? What? It's not just good. It was great. It was great. It was great.